0: Welcome back to philosophical teams, I'm Melody and again as you all know with my co-host Christine. Today we have two special guests, Andrew and Laura. Andrew, could you um, tell us more about yourself?
1: Hey, um, I'm an innovator at TKS this year. I'm 16 years old and uh, my focuses are mostly in um, business tech leadership and artificial intelligence.
0: Awesome, Laura.
2: Hello, my name is Laura Duffley. I'm 16 years old. I'm in Ottawa Innovate, and I'm currently doing a focus in quantum computing.
0: Excellent. Uh, Our topic for today is time, and we have over four questions, which Laura, Christine, Andrew, and I will be discussing. So let's start with our first question. What is time? I think it's interesting to think about, like,
2: what it is because sometimes we say like time flies by when you're doing like something you enjoy or time goes really slowly when it's like something tedious but the fact that it is linear it's interesting to see how like our environment correlates to how we perceive time so i think it's the measurement i guess the measurement would be like minutes or seconds or hours or like anything like that but i think it's the amount like measurements from one point in history to another
0: christine you want to add
2: anything to
3: that yeah like kind of what laura said like time is kind of how we perceive it, like there's a definition of time, but like to me, like the concept of time is kind of like how you perceive, kind of like what I said, how you perceive it. So like if you're in Australia, right, it's gonna be a different time than if you're here in Canada. And that's what honestly, like in geography class, that's what boggles me, right? Like you can take a plane from Australia to Canada. And I know this isn't true, but let's say it took five hours, like a five hour time period. And then, but in Australia, it's five o'clock in the morning, and then in Canada, it's five o'clock at night. So you would think that if you left at five o'clock in the morning, you'd get there at 10 o'clock in the morning, but it's not. I don't know, time is just so weird, but for me, the definition of time, it's a concept that makes it easier for you to be able to measure between minutes, seconds, days, months, and years
0: so because time is a concept does that mean that the past present and future are not real is it just something that man made up to better understand what is around them andrew
1: i mean not necessarily so obviously from a logical standpoint um this argument makes total sense uh from our conscious perspective the current moment is really the only one and it's constantly changing uh but this is actually not what the laws of physics tell us. So, in fact, there's nothing objectively distinctive about the present moment. It's just that our own conscious happens to be specifically present in this moment. But that doesn't mean that there isn't a future and a past. And we know this because of Einstein's special theory of relativity. Time can actually vary for different observers, depending on your speed, which means that obviously there must be a future and a past, because while I'm in the present, you might be in what is, to me, a future. Time can vary for different observers. So approaching the speed of light, a person inside a spaceship would age much slower than their twin at home. As another example, if a person is standing on a platform and they're looking at a train speed by, they would obviously think that the train is moving really fast. But if you think about yourself inside that train, looking out a window at that person, then um, you would actually think that uh, you are still and that person is moving really fast. And, um, since the laws of physics are the same for everyone in their reference frame, we can't necessarily discredit any one of those people's perspectives. So we just don't necessarily know, but we surely, um, cannot say that the past and the future don't exist.
3: I, I I agree like what you said makes sense and I agree with it but I also partially disagree just because kind of like how I said before time is a concept right it's something that men made up to better understand what's going around what's going on around them so because time isn't an actual physical thing that exists then and because the past and the future kind of it's a timeline, it revolves around time. So because time isn't an actual real and physical thing and the past and future relies on time to exist, wouldn't that just mean because time is non-existent nor is the past or the future?
1: Yeah, so the idea is that um, time is like a fourth dimension. Mm
3: -hmm. There's
1: this idea of um, space-time. And then uh, if you think about it, uh, there's, if you think about it, um, you start with this idea that in space, like I can move from point A to point B. So that's, uh, that's absolutely, um, physical. And then let's, let's just say that, uh, space is, um, two dimensional just to simplify things.
0: Mm
1: -hmm. Um, so we know that the world is three dimensional for us, but if we just take it two dimensional and then we take a snapshot, a two dimensional snapshot of ourselves, and then we layer them on top of each other, we're adding a third dimension to our world. And that, in a sense, is space-time. So it actually, um, it is even just because we can't necessarily travel back and forth doesn't mean that it doesn't exist. So in reality, what happens, um, well, uh, it's not agreed upon. Um, It's obviously a huge debate. But a lot of people uh, agree with this notion of a block universe, where you have essentially... Um, like a chunk of of uh, space time, it's a block, and then uh, you essentially you move through it. but I want to go back to the point that just because we can't move through time, it doesn't mean that it doesn't exist.
0: okay, that was an excellent discussion. Now let's move on to something that Laura said. Laura said time is linear. I want to go deeper on that. so it is linear can we can we bend it? can we um how and how can we do it if we possibly can? Laura, in terms of bending time, I'm not
2: really sure if we can because I think it's something that stays the same no matter how we perceive it, and I think bending it would involve it being changed and I don't think that's possible, Um, but what are your guys' thoughts on
1: that? Well, hypothetically, what would we need to do? I think is the first question to approach this. What would have to allow for that in the circumstances?
2: I can't say that I know,
3: but... Yeah, like, I'm not sure how you would be able to bend time, but like, don't know according to einstein's theory of general relativity like it is possible to actually bend it um but like i don't know it's kind of like going back to like i said how time like it's it's made it's a concept right so it's it's very theoretical so i don't i don't know physically no i don't think you can bend time because again it's a concept it's all theoretical but i guess like yeah, theoretically, anything could happen.
1: I mean, I think what's interesting about time in general is that to us, we kind of, um, it, it's such a different thing to us than it is in reality. Because mm-hmm. to us, uh, we just use it to essentially um, measure our days, right? So, for example, it's a tool. Um, I'll tell you, meet me at this place at 4 p.m., right? That's a tool. Uh, I can do a sprint in like 30 seconds. It's a tool to measure. But when we talk about these sort of concepts, like vending time, I think we need to like take a step away from that and realize that it's actually like a totally different thing.
3: Mm-hmm. If you
1: look at it from a physics standpoint, and obviously that gets into like a very, um, complex, uh, environment where. Uh, even still, there's a ton of debates going on uh, with some really, really smart people.
3: I feel like something that a lot of people, or I guess not a lot of people, but something that you know we're not taking account also is how time itself, yeah, it's not really a physical thing, but there's also space-time, right? Like Space is time. It's the fourth dimension to space. Um, and so it's also almost like the exact same question as can you bend space or can you bend space-time? Um, and not just time itself, right? Like, um, like bending space-time theoretically, it's it's possible. It's it's um, part of Einstein's theory of general relativity, and yeah, it is possible. Like, if you were to bend it, it kind of make objects move like in a curved path. So it'll be like really weird. But yeah, it's definitely possible to curve or to bend space-time. In my opinion, like it's not something I'm. I think it's impossible, but time itself, like just time, I don't, I don't think can happen.
1: So I have to say, it's, um, you have to, if you bend time, you essentially, yes yeah, have to bend space time. You can't just do one without the other.
3: So you can't have, so you can't have space without time. You can't have time without space.
1: Is that what you're saying?
3: No, that's what I'm asking. Oh, no. What I was saying is that you can bend space time, but you can't bend time itself, like, isolated
1: yeah so i think we're on the same page there
3: yeah
0: okay perfect now let's move on to our last question can time stop andrew can time stop
1: yeah so interestingly this is also um really theoretical um it gets portrayed in movies sometimes it's super cool to think about but i think what the movies miss a lot of times is the way that we would perceive it Because going back to our conscious and how we see it, if we stop time, my argument is that we wouldn't actually know whether we did or didn't. Because the same way that if time slowed down, let's just say that um, the speed of time was multiplied by 0.1 for everybody, right? We wouldn't actually notice because not only would our clocks go slower at the same rate, everybody else would talk slower at the same rate, everything around us would happen slower at the same rate. So we wouldn't actually know only somebody from the outside on an outside sort of universe looking in would see us and they'd be like, "Whoa, why are they moving so slowly? So going back to this, um, example from the beginning about, uh, if you're in a rocket and you're approaching light speed somehow, then your twin, let's say somehow they were looking at you, right? They would see you and you'd be going extremely fast. But in your own sort of, um, little world inside the spaceship, you are very likely to not even notice that because again, the clocks would move faster. Um, everything around you would move much faster. So let's say you had another person in there. Um, they would also be perceiving time the same way that you are perceiving it, which means that you both, um, you wouldn't notice because again, that's just your conscious, but. I mean, we can talk about this or we can go straight into the physics of it.
3: I mean, I wouldn't mind either. I mean, I feel like that's a pretty interesting, like, concept and theory as well. How, like, I kind of do agree with you, though. It's all about perception. Like, it can go fast for you. Or, like, sorry, it can look as if time did stop for you. But you would never know it unless you look at it in an outside scope. So, like, I definitely agree with that. But, yeah, like, I wouldn't mind going into the physics of it either. Yeah,
1: so we can can definitely do a little bit here. So there's a few things to consider. Um, We're going to go back to um, Einstein's general relativity theories. So, light speed is 300,000 meters per second. Now, time slows down for objects that have a bigger gravitational well and for objects that move faster. So, um, if you fell into a black hole, for example, Um, You wouldn't notice anything, but the person watching you from the outside would see time slow down and um, watch. Now, time dilates on moving vessels. The greater the speed, the greater the time dilation. So if, theoretically, a vessel approached light speed, if it would be able to approach light speed, then essentially time abroad that vessel would cease to exist. So that way we could um, stop time. However, This is actually impossible, because as a vessel's mass, um, so a vessel's mass, it increases with speed. So we may not notice this um, as we go faster, our mass increases. Like, this is not something that we consciously notice. But um, only when you get extremely fast, as you approach light speed, that's when you actually start to see the effect of the mass increasing. So a vessel at light speed would actually have infinite mass. which mean that it would actually um, be impossible to, to in a sense, um, get to this point because you just have infinite mass. Um, therefore, we can't necessarily um, stop time by trying to reach light speed. Uh, we we can um, we can try to go faster. Like right now, um, the fastest human-made me- vessel was the Helios probes too, and and which moved at uh, one 3,600 of light speed, so we can try to go faster, but um, it's considered physically impossible to go that fast that you would actually stop time fully. Um, there are some other takes on this. So, uh, for example, a particle uh, with mass can never reach light speed. Um, sorry, going back, so a particle with mass can never actually reach light speed. Um, that uh, and because of that, we can't um, we can't uh, stop time by reaching light speed. Uh, however, I do believe that uh, there are some other sort of like theories about how we could possibly stop time. So, for example, um, well, we could simply go to a universe where the laws of physics allow for this, obviously, where it's not the case that a particle with mass can never reach light speed. Um, We can also freeze the universe, thus slowing molecular motion. Uh, We can try to speed up the atoms of a person or we can put an object near a black hole. But again, we'd only be, in in that last case, again, we'd only be like approaching light speed. Um, You could get arbitrarily close to the speed of light, but I don't think that you could ever reach it just because you're going to reach infinite mass. So that's a little gist of that.
3: That's pretty interesting, actually. Huh,
1: okay. Yeah, so to summarize that, because I think I went um, a little bit off, the main point is that the, the first thing that comes to mind when you try to solve time is to reach the speed of light. You could get very close to the speed of light, but you can't physically reach it because you would also reach infinite mass and a particle with such mass can never reach light speed
2: that's super interesting and i also think it's it's really interesting to think about how our environment affects how we perceive time as well because if you think about it like in the fourth millennium bc when like the first recordings of writing were made there they had like rocks and they would write ticks on them and I'm sure their days were very every second was filled with like the intention of survival and it's interesting now I feel like sometimes we can perceive it differently because there's so many things going on like so much more stimulus around us and it's interesting when time stops like I can just think of like being at a gas station if you're ever on like a long trip, like for me, having like nothing else, like you're only in one place, you feel isolated. I think for me, like when I'm there, it feels like time stops. And it's interesting to connect that with the physics part, like in a black hole, which is where like you wouldn't notice that it does, but on the outside people looking in would tell that it is. So I think it's it's super cool to think about that.
1: No. how much do you think that's your perception and how much of that is actually physical?
2: I in think the part about like being like in a more isolated place is my perception because I think that's how it feels. There's no, there's not as many external things letting me know, okay, this much time has gone by, like, this
1: many people have walked by, that kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, in terms of that perception, that makes a lot of sense, because when we look at what is good at tracking time and what is bad at tracking time, one of the things that are definitely bad at tracking time, consistently, is, well, um, the human conscious. Right? So, when you look for something that's good at tracking time, I mean, we can start with the sun. Because you want you want something that's um is consistent, and something that just like always repeats. That's why we have clocks. Um, because, but even clocks can be off. Interestingly, so there are certain materials, uh, which you can use, which are sort of like, the very best, at consistently tracking time, um, to the millisecond, or, rather, like to the nanosecond. And what's interesting is I'm pretty sure, um, they did some tests where they actually did, uh, for example, like, go very, very fast, um, put these sort of, um, clocks, uh, which are extremely accurate, into, like, a very fast vessel, or they increased the altitude, and what they found is, um, the time on it actually changed.
3: <laughs> like, the time around them changed?
1: So, essentially, the clocks, they tracked, um, that, uh, For example, the increase in the altitude or the increase in speed, uh, which would theoretically um, increase or decrease uh, the movement of time, they actually did track that. So for example, um, if you were to take like a snapshot while I was in this situation of of that clock, and then um, I would text you like, what time is it like on earth? And then it would actually be different.
3: Oh, wow. That's but, really
1: cool. Yeah, I mean, that's obviously, like, like, a lot of factors to think about because it's, like, well, how much time does it take for the text to reach your phone? Mm-hmm. Like, even now, I mean, what I'm seeing right now, like, you're hearing it, uh, in the future.
3: That because is cool of the to time think that it takes that, for, yeah. like, the
1: audio to travel.
3: Well, <laughs> that's also pretty cool, yeah. So, thank you, guys. This was a really, really awesome discussion. Um, personally, I definitely learned some stuff. Um, so yeah, that was basically our podcast. Thank you guys so much for joining, and hope you guys enjoyed.
0: Um, yeah, to all the listeners you, out
3: there.
0: So <laughs> all the listeners out there, please share with us your thought, ta- your thoughts. Uh, we would love to hear from you about this topic. Really hope you enjoyed it, and this was our discussion on time. Thank you very much, and see you next month. Bye. Thank all you right. so much. Yeah.